And so that's kind of what I want to work more towards is saying like, well, these are the things I love. Like I love traveling. I know that when our daughter is born, I'm going to want to spend a ton of time with her. And I just want to get crystal clear on all those reasons why I'm I'm growing a business and not flipping around and just say like endless growth at all costs. Because I think it really goes against everything about like what this podcast has been, what our lifestyle has been about. Like it hasn't been about like killing ourselves to try to make as much money as possible. It's about growing something that makes a difference, that solves pain points, and that also allows us to live our life. Hey, this is Heath Padgett, and welcome to the RV Entrepreneur Podcast, episode 165. The RV Entrepreneur is a weekly podcast for nomadic entrepreneurs, and on today's episode, I'm recording with Alyssa in our living room. What's up, Alyssa? Oh, that sounds weird. I mean, we've always had a living room. Our living room has also usually just been like our dinette, our office and everything. Our kitchen. Yeah, it's still our office because we are in a pretty small apartment for this year. And if for some reason you're skipping around episodes, this is a total spoiler. We're having a baby. We're stationary for a year. Actually, I had somebody who commented on Instagram post last week. They were on the episode like 40 of the podcast and they saw a photo of Alyssa pregnant in New York. They're like, I'm sure this is a total spoiler for where this whole show goes because I did not know about this. I thought that was so funny. I mean, that's what you get if you listen out of order. Today specifically, we are recording a kind of belated episode, which is we're talking about our goals for 2019, but more specifically, because we don't want to just make it about us and like hearing about our goals for this whole episode. We want to talk about how we approach setting goals. And we we almost do this every year. I, I think we've done this in years past, right? Like the past five years of our marriage. Yeah. And we've Definitely. talked about it on the podcast too, and it's kind of changed over time. And I always find it interesting to hear how other people go about setting goals and and how that changes. So that is today's episode is just kind of sharing. This is our process for how we set goals. And these are a few of them. And, uh, and also a few of you guys have sent us your goals for this year as well. So appreciate you sending those over. Yeah. So you actually reminded me, I wasn't planning on talking about this, but talking about how, you know, your goal setting changes year over year. Our mm-hmm. first year to do it together was when we were engaged in the beginning of 2014, planning to, to move into an RV. And if you remember, we had a blank canvas and we painted our goals on it. Not like a theoretical blank canvas, like an actual, like an actual blank canvas. We we're like, start a business, buy an RV. They were yeah. pretty simple goals back then. We'll put that photo on the show notes because it's kind of funny. Before we started traveling, it was like five years ago and none of our family or friends knew that we were like planning to mm-hmm. go hit the road and quit our jobs and like had this whole big ordeal planned. And if you've transitioned your whole life or made a big change where you go live overseas, you can kind of get this because it's kind of a weird thing to share with your family. It's like, hey, I'm deciding to go and uproot everything and, and go live this crazy different life. And I didn't, I'm, I'm a terrible painter. So instead of actually like <laughs> painting something pretty like a mountain, I painted like a checklist, like secret plan, like buy RV, uh, mm-hmm. tell family that we're traveling. And that was the thing, like, especially when you're making a big transition, like having that awkward secret time yeah. where it's like you're working toward this really big thing, but you haven't figured out how to tell people yet. This is kind of how we were with our, our pregnancy too. I was like, Oh, how do you, how do you announce this? Yeah, it is kind of one of those weird things. So anyway. So yeah, jumping into to, to 2019. So 2019, our process for how we did our goal setting for this year. And we're doing it in February, but whatever. Uh, you can well, always... Well, adju- there's a reason, too, that we're doing it in February. Because January, Heath and I have worked, we've spent hours, we've spent days 
trying to like talk through this process and figure out our goals. And we have struggled more this year than we ever have before for a couple of reasons. Like one, we are having a baby in May. And so, well, most likely in May. And so it's this kind of big unknown. Like we, we've obviously never had a baby before and we have no idea how that is going to change our, our actual, you know, day to day lives, how it's going to change our, our values, all of those things. And it's already changed a lot for Heath and I, as far as how we are approaching our business, how we are approaching, you know, where we want to live, our travel, all those things. So whenever it comes to setting goals for this whole year and knowing that, hey, halfway through the year, you're just going to throw in a whole other <laughs> human, it's it, it made it a lot more difficult for yeah, us. I usually, I usually really look forward to like setting down and doing my year-end review and then planning like, this is how I'm going to kick butt in the next year <laughs> and how I'm going to crush my goals or, or, what, or whatever stupid analogy I want to come up with. But yeah, like I was not looking forward to it this year. And and as you said, it's just like it was just because it was so much more difficult. It's so much more difficult, which is interesting because for the first time, it's like we actually have something set in our future. Right. And you'd think that having one thing set would make it a little bit easier, but it's been the opposite. It's been the opposite. So the three things that we want to share today Mm -hmm. um, are one kind of a different approach for how we decided to set goals this year, which is to come up with a theme for our year and then kind of base everything around that. And then looking at our values and then some of the specific goals. So those are kind of the three things that we did this year, uh, which are a little bit different. So the first thing that we did, we actually sat in our kitchen with our podcast editor, Kelsey. What's up, Kelsey? You're going to edit this and hear us talking. Uh, We (laughs) sat all together and we just said, hey, look, like, let's come up with like a theme for this year. What is the thing that we want to focus and revolve our goals around? So that was the first thing we did. And that's not anything new, right? Like you see that advice everywhere, especially around New Year's as people say, you know, pick your one word, pick your one thing. So what was your thing? So my thing, my word or my phrase was focus on what matters. And for me, like, again, that has a lot to do with, you know, having a, a having a baby and wanting to be focusing on, on the things that truly matter in life, right? But also just in our business, realizing how much time I spent in 2018, focusing on just the little minutiae, the little things that maybe they are, you know, required to run a business, but they don't deserve so much of your time and so much of your mental like energy. What? what was an example of? So things like creating pinnable images or like updating all of your like SEO or, you know, checking your traffic and doing all these things. Like, yes, you need to do all those things like as a blogger and they're all important. But if you're doing them and forgetting to do, you know, actually creating the content, the actual stuff that makes you a blogger, then you're not focusing on the right thing. And that's one thing that I noticed looking back at 2018 is that I got really stuck on doing all these other things that maybe they pushed the mark just a little bit. But if I had been focusing on creating really great content, writing great blogs, creating great videos, doing more podcast episodes, whatever, that would have moved the mark way Mm. further. I think that's like one of the hardest things that we struggled with. And I think a lot of our friends or entrepreneur friends or whatever struggle with too. It's like, where do you, how can you spend time doing the things that are going to make the biggest difference? Because if you can Mm -hmm. gain that skill, gain that insight into your own business or whatever, then it just, it makes the biggest difference in the world because you, it's so easy. And I feel like social media kind of amplifies this because you're like, I need to be here and I need to be here and I need to be here. And Mm -hmm. at the end of the day, you realize like, well, I've spent this much time on Instagram over the past 
two or three years, like, what has that actually done for the things that we're trying to do? And for some people, <laughs> Instagram like, is a perfect example. too. Well, well, some for some people, it's like maybe they're crushing it. Maybe they're doing ads like maybe they're doing sponsored things and they're really good at that platform and they love it. But for us, like it hasn't really yielded much. Like it's been a fun thing, but we spent so much time versus like it just hasn't been a thing that we should probably spend that time. Yeah, well, I think that's true of most social media, especially if you're talking about being a content creator. Instagram like, is just the most fun one to hate on. It's well, it what's well, the most fun one to just you know scroll through. That's yeah. been something that I waste too much time on is just scrolling through Instagram, liking photos, editing photos, trying to think of good captions, looking at hashtags, and like like I'm saying, like getting lost in that minutia rather than looking at how can I create content that lasts and makes an impact in someone's life versus how can I get a thousand likes on this photo and how can I get 10,000 followers or whatever? So focusing on what matters is kind of my umbrella for 2019. So what about you? What is, what's your word? My word is, I guess words are, what was mine? I'm not, I'm looking at my notes. Okay. So clarity and direction. No, no, no. That's true. Oh, that was my goal. I suck at this. Follow through. (laughs) Following through was my uh, kind of theme of this year. Whenever we were practicing the you know, just talking through our notes earlier, Heath, again, he couldn't remember what, what his value was. So you want me to remind you what you said? No. So I told Alyssa before recording this, I don't feel like because of just the state of our lives and how everything's been in flux lately, this has been the episode that I've been pushing back because Mm -hmm. I didn't want it to be like the blind leading the blind. Um, (laughs) But as Alyssa mentioned, like part of what's made this a struggle for us this year is just like all the transitions, but that's kind of real life. And it's like, if we can't share this type of stuff that we're working through, then I don't want to just get on the podcast and share, here's all the great wins and things I've accomplished because that's fake and stupid and yeah, not be real. Authentic. Yeah. Uh, so for me, follow through is my theme for 2019. And what that means is like looking back on last year, uh, we did a lot of great travels and we went to New Zealand, which was probably the highlight of both of our year outside of like summit and stuff totally. like that. And I mean, and, you know, finding out we were going to be parents, finding out we were going to be parents and stuff. (laughs) So I think, but on top of that, like I was spread pretty thin. Um, the first part of the year, especially, I remember like we're planning for our conference. We still had multiple clients that we were managing. Like we were doing social, we were handling all the social media for Winnebago. We were doing some, like we had built like a blogging team for one of our clients. Mm -hmm. So we were kind of like doing, and then video projects and like random speaking gigs and like, and also preparing for our summit and then also launching campground booking. And I kind of all in a two month period, all in a two month period, in addition to doing the podcast or whatever. So I think what I realized was I, I felt like I was dropping the ball on a lot of different things. Like for some of our campgrounds and early partners with campground booking, I felt like I wasn't executing at the highest level that I wanted to with our blog and things that I really enjoyed doing like this podcast or whatever. I felt like mm-hmm. I wasn't able to pour myself into it as much as I wanted to. And so I, I picked the words follow through because I just I kind of want to be on top of my game this year. Um, we've removed some things from our plate. We're not going to be traveling around as much this year so I can kind of focus. But I just want to make sure I'm following through um, because I don't want to feel like I'm not performing for the work that you and I do together or the work that we do for clients or, or whatever. Um, and so that's kind of my theme for this year. Well, and I think going along with that, like you get burned out when you've got too much always being thrown at you. And when you always feel behind, it's like that, that weight, like you just feel like you're drowning under all this work, even if the work isn't difficult or or whatever, you just always feel behind. And I know that's something that we both struggled with in different periods of, of running our business. And, and I think 2018 was definitely the hardest of trying to figure out 
international travel while running a business, while doing a blog, while, you know, trying to figure out our our whole future. (laughs) Yeah. So in a weird way, it's like, I hadn't really thought about it, but these goal, I mean, these overarching things really do go together a lot with mine, Mm -hmm. a follow through and yours on focusing what matters. It's like in order to follow through, we both have to focus on what actually matters. So we kind of use this overarching goal or words for the year as like something we can think about and then kind of take a step back from and say like, well, before just diving in and throwing out, like saying, I want to hit certain metrics or email subscribers or customers for campground booking, like what are our actual values and then Mm -hmm. wrap our goals around our values. So what were your values that you came up with? So my number one value that I came up with was family. You know, we're talking about starting a family. We decided to move to Texas for for the next year. So just until December of being not only near, you know, family. my family here in this in town, but all of our family is in the state of Texas. So we can spend so much time nurturing those relationships after having been you know, mostly out of state for the past five years. So that's my, that's my number one. Number two is growth, meaning both personal and business growth, because that's one thing that whenever we are setting goals each year that we really try to integrate is be thinking about, okay, how can we grow the business? You know, how can you earn more? How can you scale? How can you whatever? And then how can I make me a better person? And one thing that we're we're doing this year that we haven't done in years past to like live out that goal is we bought tickets to FlynnCon, which we've talked about. I think we talked about already on the podcast, but we're big fans of Pat Flynn. His podcast was a big inspiration for me to start mine. Mm-hmm. And he said he was going to host a conference in uh, San Diego. Well, here's the thing. So he announced this in October, end of September, we are in Canada with our friends Kara and Nate, and we were talking about how we wanted to invest more in just our own education as far as our business and, and ways we can grow. And we were talking about conferences that we would want to go to because they had just spoken at TravelCon in Austin. And we said if Pat Flynn hosted a conference, we would be there like in a snap. And literally the very next week, he announced that he was hosting a conference. So like, I guess we need to buy tickets. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you want to be a person that, yeah. that follows through on what they say, right? That's that's your theme for the year even. Oh, so yeah. follow through. Nice. So you, we, we bought tickets. So so doing things like that, that you could have, you know, throughout the year to continuously pushing yourself, having that growth is, is super, super important to me. And my third value that we established, because we just said, you know, we'll just establish a couple. It'd be way too much to say, here's all the things I value in life, was financial stability. And this is something that Heath and I, we kind of always set a goal for, you know, how much money we want to make or or what percentage of growth in our, our revenue, our profits, whatever we want. But now that we are having a kid and looking more toward, you know, long-term plans, financial stability has really come up as, as a bigger value for me is just like, I want to be got able, a baby. I want to be able to take care of my family. And I want to be able to, you know, if we want to live abroad with our, our kid, or if we want to do whatever big, <laughs> you can tell where I'm leaning because I can't even think of like another option. But like, if we want to live abroad with our kid, <laughs> we need to have yeah. a good set of, you know, money in the bank, financial stability. So got it. So those are three good values, family growth, financial stability. Mine, uh, my first value that I picked was like having clarity. Like I value that, but it, I've also kind of been treating it more like, a goal as well. It's like something I've been actively working towards. Mm-hmm. Uh, because in 2018, I remember waking up a bunch and just thinking through like, 
okay, am I putting on my content creator hat today? Am I putting on my traveler hat today where we're going to explore? Am I putting on my CEO hat of campground booking today? Uh, and, and the truth is like, I'm always putting on all three hats in some regard most days, Mm -hmm. but it was kind of a internal struggle for me on like a level of prioritization. Like how do I want to value certain things? Like if I have support calls I need to do today and we're in Banff, do I need to take care of the support calls and then go out? Like, I don't know. It's kind of easy to theoretically say like, I'm going to do these things, but I found myself like having to go back and make a lot of those decisions on a day-to-day basis, which became kind of exhausting. So Mm -hmm. 2019, I'm trying to do a better job of just understanding my own values and direction on a day-to-day basis, which is why it made it hard to do this one because I'm working through a lot of this. So what that actually looks Mm -hmm. like is I picked up a book by my friend, Dr. Samantha, uh, called Overcoming Overwhelm. And the whole part of the book is like exercises on like hammering in to know what your values are because a lot of times like you can just add on so many different things throughout your day and your life and opportunity costs and things like that. So that's something I'm working on this year is just trying to live out that value and have clarity. So when I wake up in the morning, like I can not feel stressed to need to say, I'm going to jump and work right immediately. I just know what matters most to me. Um, and I know that sounds vague, but it's just something that I'm trying to live out and kind of work through. So to make it easier and have like a framework for making big decisions in life, because I don't like having a lot of opportunities in front of me and then not knowing which one to take. Like, I feel like if you know your values, you can say like, I'm going to choose that one because it makes the most sense with who I want to be and how I want to live my life. Totally. And I think you, you said something in there too, like you're actively pursuing this. So you say like something that you value is direction and you get that like you're not totally there yet. You don't have like this clear road. This is exactly where you're going. And so, you know, you're reading books, you're investing in yourself and in learning more about how can I make this a reality for me. And yeah. so I think that's a really good point. And when, one interesting way this played out, I was hanging out with my business partner this weekend, Paul. Um, he's visited us in Dallas right now. And we were just kind of walking around talking about the future of the business. We're starting to produce a little bit more revenue now. Like we can see a path to sustainability in the company and something that, you know, when you hit that point, you can devote more and more time to the business. Mm-hmm. And I w- he was asking like, you're probably going to jump back an RV before too much longer. I know you missed this because we were talking about like his new RV and stuff. And I was just, I was like, honestly, it depends. Like it depends on what happens with campground booking. And he kind of like thought about it and he was like, you know, I want us to build our business around our life and not the other way around. You know, if you want to go travel Europe with you, uh, like you three, as, as your family grows, like you should do that. And we'll figure out ways to make it work because we started this because we want to solve a pain point. We want to build a team. We want to um, grow this company. But at the same time, like we want to live a life that, we want to just live our own lives and whether that's travel or whatever, like he wants to continue traveling his fifth wheel. So that was kind of an interesting like frame for me to think about as I grow the company. It's like, I don't have to make my life decisions around this company. I can choose what life I want and then build a company into that, which is going to inevitably mean making some sacrifices and saying like, it may not be as big as I want it to be, but I'm getting to live this really awesome life because of that. Totally. And I think that goes into your second value too of, of freedom. And I think it kind of all meshes really well together. I know when we've been having conversations about not just, you know, this year's goals, but the next two, three, four or five years is trying to figure out, you know, how does the business or businesses fit into our life? And we had this conversation with HeathAndAlyssa.com where we were like, is it going to be all about RVing? And, you know, then, you know, 
whatever, you know, just kind of having this, sorry, I can't even remember what we said it was going to be about, but having this really clear focus or do we want Heath and Alyssa to just be reflective of what we were doing? Like projects we're working on. Projects we're working on, whether that be campground booking, whether that be getting visas and going to Europe for a year, whether that be, you know, raising a kid, whatever. And, And we talked about it a lot. And, you know, whenever you're starting a blog, everyone tells you to, you know, find your niche, be really, really clear. And we, we were talking about the same concept of building a business that fits in with whatever your life is rather than trying to move your life around to make it work with your business. And so this is, this has led to a lot of, you know, decisions for Heath and I, as far as, you know, what kind of content do you want to create? And, you know, like you're saying, how do you want to change your business structure and your business plan for campground booking and things like that. But I think that's been probably like the best moment of talking about clarity has been thinking, okay, as we are moving forward, we want to make sure that we're taking care of what kind of life we want to live first and establishing that. And then our business, our blog, whatever supports that and makes that happen. And and one thing that I was thinking through when it came, when it comes to this is I, I think through like people that I admire a lot, um, like some of those, a lot of those people have been on this podcast, but like one family that comes to mind is Kathy Peter and Abby Holcomb, mm-hmm. adventure photographers. I've had them on the podcast a couple of times and they just, they spend over 300 days a year out on the water kayaking. They decided to go live in an RV because they are they love being on the water. They love taking photos and it, they get to merge those two things they love. Mm-hmm. And I've heard them say multiple times, like we wake up and we go hit the water and then we take care of our work. Like we're doing this because it fuels this lifestyle. And, you know, like I, I know, and I feel very confidently if Kathy and Peter, they would actively turn away and I'm sure they have actively turned away lots of different income generating projects that pull them away from their reason why. And so that's kind of what I want to work more towards is saying like, well, these are the things I love. Like I love traveling. I know that um, when our daughter is born, I'm going to want to spend a ton of time with her. And I just want to get crystal clear on all those reasons why I'm I'm growing a business and not flipping around and just say like endless growth at all costs. Because I think it really goes against everything about like what this podcast has been, what our lifestyle has been about. Like it hasn't been about like killing ourselves to try to make as much money as possible. It's about growing something that makes a difference that solves pain points and that also allows us to live our life that's that's a great like intro hook right there kelsey (laughs) i I thought that was great (laughs) leave this part in too kelsey (laughs) all right so those are a couple of our values uh yeah you you didn't get to talk much about you know freedom but that's okay yeah it's pretty self-explanatory that's why we're entrepreneurs right yeah let's get into some of these specific goals we're not going to go through all of them because snooze uh, but, but Snooze, we'll share. you would get really bored. Yeah. And so we'll just share a couple of them and how we're approaching those this year. So we talked about, you know, investing more in like our business growth, going to FlynnCon. Another thing that you said you really wanted to do this year to invest um, in yourself and that clarity and direction was getting back into a mastermind. Yeah. I've been in two different masterminds over the past few years. One of them was with a couple of my buddies and we were, it kind of just drifted off after a while. I think we did it maybe like a year, but it was really good in the moment. Mm-hmm. I think one thing I realized was we were all at kind of very different places in our lives too. Like they both had kids. I didn't yet. We were at different stages in our business and focuses. And I find, I found it was a lot of value to have people in a mastermind who are kind of working through similar problems, but maybe also have a different experience. So they're not doing the exact same, but maybe it's similar. So they can right. offer some unique perspective to what, what it is we're working on. So we actually like are kickstarting, kickstarting 
that mastermind back up. Um, I think this week actually is, is our first meeting. So that's something I'm excited about because like, again, that theme of the year being um, follow through one of the values being around clarity and direction. I want to surround myself with more and more people who can kind of audit the choices I'm making. Yeah, because keep you accountable. Keep me accountable and, and just kind of help push and challenge me in, in good ways. So that's something that I'm focusing on this year is joining this mastermind and making sure that that's a priority for me. I love that. And another, you know, talking about personal growth, another one that we've set is, you know, how many books we want to read. This is a goal you and I both talk about every single year is I want to read 50 books. That was my same goal as last year. Um, and you said you want to read 25 books this year. That makes me sound like a chump, but that's fine. It's not about, it's not about being, <laughs> having the, the most books read. Yeah. Cause if it were, I would win. You would win. <laughs> so that that's one that, that we, um, we set every year regardless. And, and a couple of the other ones that we've got is that we want to do a weekly date, date night pre-baby. So we've been like going to see a movie on like cheap Tuesday nights when the, when it's like five bucks, <laughs> uh, Alamo draft house and things like that. Uh, and taking some time off whenever baby comes and being intentional about being with her. Talking about, yeah, that, that value of family. And, and I think that's one thing that I, want to do better this year is planning ahead when we are going to take time off. I mean, you kind of have to whenever you're going to have a baby and, you know, at least in my case, like you may be physically unable to work, but just thinking ahead and being like, okay, I know that in May there's going to be at least two weeks where I can do absolutely nothing and being able to prepare, you know, mentally for that as entrepreneurs, like I know (laughs) maybe it's just us. Hopefully you can relate that when you've got internet connection and your computer's right there, it's really easy to just hop on and, you know, reply to a couple of emails or update the spreadsheet or, or whatever. I honestly have no idea what our lives are going to look like after we have a baby. And like, the thing <laughs> That's is, okay. I know it's just like, we have so many friends who are entrepreneurs and they, and some of those are like entrepreneur friends who travel and also have kids. Mm-hmm. And, um, I guess you make time and you figure it out. And I know we will do that. But it's just going to be an interesting dynamic. Um, and this is part of the podcast sometimes where I might say, like, send us your advice. But I think that's one thing is, like, if you're as you're preparing to, like, have your own kids, probably the last thing that people want <laughs> is, like, advice from random strangers on how to, like, raise kids. So it's, like, yeah. maybe encouragement is welcome. Like, you got this. But advice is probably going to go into the archive inbox, if I'm being totally honest, because I don't care. I just don't. We'll talk about being authentic. <laughs> I just don't care. Um, so, you know, in the, in that same thread, my biggest goal for, for 2019 talking about, you know, focusing on what matters, talking about valuing family is to get six weeks ahead on our content, on our blogs, on our podcasts, on our newsletters, on the stuff that we are constantly producing. Heath just made a face like, that's so cute that you think that's possible. And I stole this. As I missed my last Tuesday on the podcast episode. <laughs> that's why I, I, it was, it was more internal. Yeah. You don't well, have to call me out on that. They can't, they didn't know I was all mine. <laughs> I stole this goal from Michelle of making sense of sense. This is something that I've seen her talk about repeatedly over the past couple of years. And, you know, when I first probably started following her, she would say, I want to get, you know, a month ahead of content. And then it was like six weeks and then it was two months. And now she's like, I want to always be three months ahead of content. And it just kind of like hit me when I read this, I guess about a month ago now, I was like, like, dang shoot, girl, like, this is an amazing goal. And why have I never thought of making this goal for myself? Because when you are ahead, you are able to give yourself so much grace in so many different areas. So whenever we are talking about being on parental leave and being unable to work or intentionally taking this time off to just be with our daughter, 
you you want the business to be automated and to keep going. So to be able to have blogs scheduled ahead of time or our podcasts that have already yeah. been sent to the editor, all those things. That's my that's my biggest goal for the year. I honestly feel like batch recording and batch writing things also heightens the quality of it. Uh, mm-hmm. Because I don't know, I don't know if this is true for everyone, but I found that whenever I'm recording podcasts, there's been some rare times over the past year or two, believe it or not, where I've like gotten weeks or maybe even a couple of months ahead. <laughs> I don't know if I'm going to be audacious enough to say I've gotten a couple of months ahead. I've gotten. I think weeks, you've gotten as, as much like four to six. Yeah, four to six weeks ahead, and I don't feel rushed when I'm doing the intros. I can kind of write things out and get in the right mentality versus kind of feeling like. I'm just kind of riffing to get this thing done. I was just telling you before we started this one, the last podcast episode I did, I recorded after like 36 hours of no sleep, the intro. (laughs) And I was like, I don't even want to go back and listen to that one because I'm pretty sure I rambled and said some stupid stuff. Um, And so I just want to be intentional on that as well. So I think I had an idea as you were saying that we should reward ourselves in some way if we get three months ahead on all content, like three sh- months, that's like double what my was goal. The goal. What was six the goal? Six weeks. Oh, six weeks. Okay. Uh, <laughs> so like we should reward ourselves for getting six weeks ahead on all content. Okay. What's the reward? Uh, we've been wanting to go to that steak. Uh, <laughs> oh, like, like go to a nice dinner. Yeah. Okay. Let's, let's do it. Okay. I was thinking just like a bottle of wine or like one glass you, of wine would be great at that. this point. You can't do that. Well, if we're going to get six weeks ahead, like that's going to take some time. I'm assuming by that time I will have a child in arm. Okay. And right. a glass go- of wine in the other goals. hand. Or is that all of them? <laughs> no. Okay. So next. Um, so one thing that I've noticed um, for myself, at least in the past six months, I've been terrible about spending so much time on my phone on social media, talking about, you know, again, focusing on what matters. I have wasted hours and hours scrolling through Instagram, just like watching pointless, pointless videos. So my biggest goal for personal growth is to spend less than 30 minutes a day on my phone. And I've, they've got, you know, screen time on, on the iPhone now, and you've got the Moment app. So there's a lot of different resources that will track how much time you're spending on your phone which I know for me, just realizing how much time I was actually wasting, like seeing the numbers is is a total like wake you up and shock you kind of thing. So I highly recommend, especially if you were listening to this podcast on your phone, go look in screen time, download the moment app, look at how much time you're actually wasting. So I have gotten my time down from being like hour and a half on like on social media specifically, because you can like break it down and see to being under 30 minutes. And that's my goal for the rest of the year, especially, you know, having a baby, having someone else there seeing you constantly staring at your phone. I really do not want that. So making that a a really big goal for me for the year. I love that. And uh, Kevin's app moment has a really scary statistic on there after you've used the moment app um kevin's been on this podcast multiple times kevin holish i would and his awesome wife mandy you should go back and listen to some of those episodes but it has a really scary stat that basically says at this pace you will spend 20 percent of your waking life on your phone or something crazy like that like what depending on your usage obviously but after like a week or two of metrics after recording it on your phone it gives you that as like one of the top stats and there's like so what's yours I have to pick up my phone. It's on the floor. It was going off. But I want to say it's it's much higher than I would like it to be. It's yeah. an embarrassingly high amount. And just and I it, think that's true for like 
most humans. Most humans. But when it's just framed up in that way, like you will spend this amount of your waking life on your phone. So anyway. It's a wake up call. That's a that's a great goal. Those are some of our high level goals for 2019. And we just wanted to kind of walk you guys through and share like what our process has been this year. And I think mm-hmm. the biggest difference for us has been like coming up with a theme for this year that could kind of. It's like a filter, right? Yeah. Permeate through our. Ooh, nice word. Toilet paper word of the day. Um, <laughs> that is a friend's reference. We do not have word of the day toilet paper. <laughs> we should, though. Uh, filter through our you know, our goals and, and everything else. So um, that's pretty much all for this episode. Hopefully it was a little bit helpful. Or if you are, you know, it's been a month since you've set your goals and you've forgotten about them. Or if you aren't a kind of person that, that sets goals each year, maybe it's given you a little bit of inspiration or actual tactical help for you to be able to sit down and say, you know what, here's, here's what I value and here's what I want to make happen for myself to be a better person, to, to grow my business, whatever it is that you want to focus on in 2019. Yeah. Hope you crush it in 2019. And one thing we wanted to make sure and do on this episode was when Alyssa and I recorded our, what went well in 2018 episode and what didn't go well. Uh, we asked you guys to submit some of your answers and on what went well. So we just wanted to read a couple of those and share some readers what went well in 2018. So I want to start with Karen from New Zealand. What up, Karen? Karen moved into a caravan and started traveling across the country. She works as a graphic designer and she was able to transition all of her clients from you know being used to her having an office and they could come see her in person to saying, hey, I'm going to be remote you know, you can call me, you can email me, Skype, whatever, but this is what I'm I'm going to be doing from now on. And then she's also got a, a YouTube channel that she's grown a ton this year awesome. or, or, or last year, you know, 2018. Do we know Karen's YouTube handle so we can give her a shout out? I, you know, Karen did not give me that in her, her email. I don't think. Oh, oh man. Well, Karen, if you're listening to yeah, this, I'll, and I'll, you... I'll, I can follow up with her and see if I can get a link. Yeah. We'll, we'll link out to your YouTube channel, but awesome. A uh, huge congrats on what went well. Nico in Europe. Uh, had his own wins. He said he made plans to start traveling full-time in 2019 across Europe and found a way to make sure they were financially able to do so. That's huge. Awesome. Yes. I mean, that's the biggest hurdle, right? To getting on the road is having that financial plan of how, how can I be making money on the road? Hence how we started this podcast. Love it. <laughs> All right, so next we have Joy. Joy got a knee replacement in the past year so that she can actually start hiking again. Awesome. Making things happen for herself. Yay for new knees. Uh, And two more. Nancy said 2018 was one of her best years of her life. Go, Nancy. Uh, She started full-time RVing, inspired by bloggers and YouTubers like us. Thank you. Sold the house, traded in the car, and quote, it has honestly been the best experience, end quote. I love that. That's Be- amazing. Best year of her life. Yeah. And the last one, Dan, he, his is a little bit longer. There are times in one's life when you reach the status quo of what society deems happiness. Married with kids, owning a home, having a nice car, owning your own business, etc. But you still feel out of place and happiness fades into an unattainable goal with not ever understanding why. A friend of mine told me this year to learn to be content. Not sure what I can do to be content with one life to live. Anyway, somehow we decided to sell everything and go full-time. I'm rebuilding a 72 Bulls Arrow right now, so full-time in T-minus two months. And Jessica, my wife, actually found your YouTube channel, which led me to Heath's podcast. I'm an avid listener. That's amazing. I love the the kind of the intro to that. Like, I, Well, I, I just copied and pasted his, his answer over here so that we could see it because I love his mindset of someone else being like, hey, like... You know, you've got you're married, you've got kids, you got a nice car, you've got a nice house, like just be happy. And he's like, No, <laughs> I want more out of my life, and so I'm going to actively take steps to make it happen. Like 
that's so much of, of what we want to embody and what we want to live out and inspire people to do is go out, push the status quo. He loves saying that, like everything that <laughs> whatever we first started our being, especially that was my year. That was his my mantra year theme every year, like live a life that challenges the status quo. Yep. And yeah. so seeing people actively doing that, jumping into an RV with their with their families or, or whatever that big dream is for you, living abroad, getting on a sailboat, making it happen. I love it. Thank you guys so much for sharing those wins uh, from mm-hmm. last year. We want to do a better job or I want to do a better job, both of us, on just like sharing wins from the community. If you have a great story, if you've been able to go out and travel and and create your business, like we love hearing from you guys. We read all of these. We put them in a doc. Mm -hmm. Uh, We recorded the episode a prompt month and a half after we were originally going to, (laughs) but regardless, we eventually got to it. So we always love hearing from, from y'all. So thanks for reaching out and thank you for listening to today's show. Thanks for listening. Awesome. We'll see you guys next time on the RV Entrepreneur Podcast.